it really does have to do with the circumstances at the particular building. Um, it depends on what you want to do. And what I think people are finding now, there's really a whole movement in Detroit around um, window restoration instead of replacement. And, um, you know, rather than spending money on a new product, spend money on somebody's labor to repair something. And you can do that in a way that's both historically accurate and energy efficient and more sustainable from a, a material standpoint as well. Is it easy to find those materials in Detroit? It's becoming easier. I mean, there's really a community of people here who are trying to promote not just the do-it-yourselfer, but also the professional development of the tradespeople uh, who can do this work. And um, I think really what's happening right now is there's a lot of demand for it. So um, the demand will, will help increase the availability. And yet there are places like the train depot, Michigan train depot, that look to be basically like lost causes. And that's one of the great misnomers in in this business, that people look at a building that's falling down. You know, maybe it's burned and the roof is gone, the windows are out, and they say, well, that's a goner. Well, it may be a goner in the sense that unless somebody steps in and does something, eventually it's going to fall down. But almost nothing is beyond saving. That's really why the historic rehabilitation tax credit is so important, because it provides that financial incentive for people to look into, well, how did this actually look and what should we do with it? And there's, it's a key feature of the program to understand that they don't make you put back what was lost at the point when you started. So you get some flexibility there based on the condition of the building when you start. You're not meant to put things back you can, you're not required to. But there are other examples in other parts of town. You know, now that West Village is heating up, there's a, some, a building on Kirchival where a restaurant is going that's under construction now that I thought was a goner just because if there's no roof or if the windows are out, you just think no one cares, somehow it's going to get the bulldozer. But thankfully, somebody stepped in and that building is going to be occupied and make a big difference to that neighborhood. That's a key phrase here these days in Detroit is neighborhoods. I mean, we can imagine how tax credits can be used in downtown spaces and with big old buildings downtown and retail and commercial. But what about neighborhoods? Neighborhoods obviously are the key. And I, I love when when um, the mayor and when um, Maurice Cox, the planning director, talk about the 20-minute neighborhood, that you should be able to live somewhere and do what you need to do on bike or on foot within 20 minutes. And so if you look at places like West Village or even Jefferson Chalmers or Six Mile and Livernois, there's all you know different parts of town where there were neighborhood commercial districts that have not entirely fallen apart. I mean, that's one of the interesting things is that if you go – to, to Kirchival and West Village, there's, you know, like a barbershop that's been there all this time. And I mean, there are people, there are small business owners who hung on and hopefully now are finding, you know, new patronage from people who didn't realize that they were there all this time. Um, and certainly those smaller buildings that house those small businesses are key to creating the fabric, you know, the so-called taxpayer strip. These were sort of one and two story buildings that maybe had a shop on the ground floor and maybe offices or sometimes an apartment on the second floor. So many of those have been lost on our thoroughfares on Gratiot, on Grand River. Um, but those that remain, I think, are now kind of jewels because there are so few of them. But those can benefit from historic tax credits, as can small apartment buildings, as even could, a, say, a two-family house if you're renting it out. Uh, it's a program that's meant for income-producing property. So if it's owner-occupied housing, it doesn't qualify. But pretty much anything else, if you're renting it out, it does.